Hello there, everyone. Um, welcome back to Recalls Therapy Hour. Can everybody hear about their things? Yeah, everyone's all right. No, I can't no, hear. Turn us off. Turn us off already. Is that coming through now? Is it coming through yours? Yeah, I can hear it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you guys hear it now? No. No, you still can't hear it. <laughs> Is your one the little grey box at the front? Have a little look at the grey box at the front. I'm, I'm twisting it. Oh, I'm on three, aren't I? Oh, there, yes. Yeah. Is that got better? It. Yeah, yeah. We got there in the end. <laughs> Welcome to Recall Therapy Hour for another uh, amazing week of... Uh, what's, it, what's it that we call it now? We call it Meaningful Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of our little jingles. We've given it a little thing. Yeah. <laughs> a jingle, yeah. yeah um, we've got a couple of extra special guests. Annie, you seem Hello. to be one of our regulars now. Welcome back. Hello. I can't Hi. believe it's Tuesday already. It's Tuesday already. <laughs> Um, we don't know what we're chatting about today, to be quite honest. We're just going to let it go with the flow, innit? That's right, darling. Uh, obviously, we've got Jodie, our, our regular Hi, co-host. And our big and special welcome to uh, Angela Payne. You're back. I can't believe it. I can't believe I can't believe it. Right, I've got to stress, because there's three of us She's now, to and escape. it's quite loud. Try and push that microphone closer to you, because your voice is... Uh, Yes. It's quite heavy. It's quite heavy. It's like winning the Oscar. Think of it like that. You've won the Oscar. Is this the (laughs) first time you're ever going to say that I was quiet? Oh, no, I don't. You know what? I was a little bit envious because I was getting the show ready... I missed everything that was being discussed there and, and it sounded Sorry, really interesting. We can have it again. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we will, but you know, I felt excluded. Thank you for it's that, ladies. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing to well, be sorry about. Angela's tried to escape quite a few times, but we're not letting her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me too. It's like again. I, I do. I am so sorry, listeners, that if you are a regular listener and you've heard me before Christmas, I'm so sorry. Yes, I am back. But I was asked. I didn't just barge me way in no you didn't you said when are we coming back on I want to come on when, when Jodie's back <laughs> um, right so the, the, the structure of the show is as follows it's a bit similar from when we did it uh, Angela okay. I'll get the, the tune of the week out of the way just so then I you oh, know, yes. don't get in trouble for not playing it right it. yeah and I've got to learn to pronounce it properly on. so it's Wayless by Arlo Parks that's it I'm going to leave oh, it like that uh, we're also going to play another track after that uh, which is um uh, just to get us into our little frame of mind, the immigrant song. Do, do you know the immigrant song at all? No. Do any of you know the yes. immigrant? Yes. Led Zeppelin. Proper, no. proper mm. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Yes. So. Yeah. And then I have, I, I have Angela. I haven't managed to get the song you, you requested, haven't. but I'm not going to introduce them. I'm going to let you introduce them and why. <laughs> Why you picked them and what they mean to you? Because it'd be nice for all of us to. Oh, I'm quite happy to do that. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, your listeners are going to go. What? He's well, no, <laughs> no, it's not going to affect my cred because I'm going to say it was you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Everybody knows me by now, and they know it's random. It's fine. It's good. Right. So uh, yes, we'll see you guys in the next couple of minutes. Enjoy the next uh, couple of minutes of music. From one great song to another. Phantom Radio. Recall Therapy Hour. Come up to Ked Road. Get together, have a few laughs. Recall Therapy Hour. I like it! And now on Phantom Radio, here is the tune of the week.
Listening to Phantom Radio. Live from Kettleston Road. Recall Therapy Hour. I'd buy that for a dollar. by uh, uh, Led Zeppelin and the thing is um, 
That song there, I don't know, quite a lot of people know that song, but like we were just discussing there, you know it, but you don't know the name of no. it. The, the thing with Led Zeppelin, though, they're, they're very, um, they're a little bit like what Metallica were like recently. They don't like their music being played in mi- movies or anywhere. They're very strict about who can use their music. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I don't know if any of you know that film, School of Rock. Do you yeah. Know School oh, of Rock? Yeah. yeah, Jack Black. Uh, Jack Black wanted this track in the film and like I said it's very difficult mm-hmm. to get uh, Led Zeppelin to agree to anything so what Jack Black did was he, he has a band you can help me out is it called Tenacious Thing? they were doing a gig and, um, and during the gig he got all the kids from the film to come out and play with him uh, the song from School of Rock yeah. and then during the set they realised that Led Zeppelin were in the audience so they actually sang the immigrant song and then afterwards, the, the 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 lead singers and that from Led Zeppelin came backstage, and they goes, "We really like what you've done." And he goes, "We only did it because we want your permission to play the song in our film." And then they goes, "What's the film?" And they told him, "Right, go on then." And there's a thirty second clip that they play in the film because it's that it's, it's the way they are. They're very prestigious and very. It's hard to get their music on it. But yes, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've all heard it. I want to um, that, film. that is a it yeah, that's blinding. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that. A little bit of music talk there. But we have Angela Payne <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure um, is going to lighten the mood. Right, I've got loads of questions, but I don't know where to start. Because obviously you've just clicked it and you're chatting about stuff. What kind of stuff have you been chatting about that I've missed out on? Maybe something that I can kind of like... Uh, Let's go to your questions. Alex. Yeah, but my, my, my questions didn't seem as interesting as <laughs> yours because that's the thing. I like it to be free flowing and natural. You was just going for it. I was just going to ask you about go on. your your career and your highlights and stuff like that. But <laughs> it was more insightful when you're talking about. You was giving us tips on how to ask questions well, no, and were, stuff. No, that was and, really so if, I, if I if I frame the conversation we were having, so yes, we please for for those of you in your cohort we were just talking about your communication skills module um, and at the end of the day you, you've, you guys have all come um, here with communication skills because you would not have got on the programme you, would, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be here you can communicate but as we know working with um, individuals in you know healthcare environments and, and wider sometimes that approach has to be um more <laughs> putting me off now sometimes that approach has to be a little bit more sophisticated and deeper so there is about learning how to do a proper um conversation with somebody that is feeling vulnerable and feeling in a very difficult circumstances so we were just saying that some of the things you can think about is how you and rephrase what people say to you, how you acknowledge that you're hearing somebody, how you tell them that you appreciate where they're at, but at the same time don't say that you know exactly how they're feeling because you can't, because you can never stand in somebody else's shoes. So we were just having a conversation about some basic things of, you know, if somebody says something to you, we say, you know, what do I usually say, Jodie? Please hear that. I hear that. (laughs) I hear that. And I do say that very regularly, is that if somebody tells me something, I say... I, I hear that, I hear what you're saying, you know, what can we... And then I move on from it as such. But it's actually acknowledging sometimes that's all you, people want is something that you've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to know that you've heard them. But also this bit about, I very often say, um, um, I, I have a level of understanding or a level of appreciation of where you're 
of where you're at to where you're coming from because I can never ever stand in somebody else's shoes and know their circumstances mm-hmm. I can only have an idea I can, mm-hmm. and, and I generally you've had something in your life that might give you a little bit of insight and you want to show that empathy but you can say in yeah, I know what that's like, isn't right because mm. you, don't you don't know what it's like for them at that time. So it's about learning ways to phrase stuff. And it sounds to me, what I would like to say is that you guys are sounding to me like you really have learned so much and it's only week yeah. four. And you actually, for the module and your role-playing and learning, so there is loads going in and you're learning so much about it that it just sounds fab. It sounds like you're taking in the things that... I've, I've got to say this because yeah, I was having a conversation with my wife um, and I was, I was saying to her I think one of the reasons why I'm, I, I come across as being laid back but I'm further from that I, I, I am human and things do uh, what's it uh, not stress me but yeah, yeah. they do play on my mind yeah. obviously we all want to do good we all want to pass we all want to do well but I did say to my wife I like the way like especially first and second term because they're the only terms I can draw from how it's structured where I don't think it's going in but it is going in and it's done in such a, a, a clever way like the, the, the workshops and everything that you incorporate well not you but everything that's incorporated in, in the actual way of teaching us it is actually working but this is what I'd say to you is that we 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 honestly do have a framework where, not to get serious, but we have a framework of where this comes from. We have standards and competencies to meet. We design the programme around that and we create the activities so that you, you are doing what you need to do. You are learning what you need to learn. We don't sit on a you know Friday night with a glass of wine and think well do you know what we'll get on doing this and we'll get on doing that because that'll be fun we don't we are a professional programme we have to meet particular standards and we have to as I say skill you up and so everything we do does actually have a backstory to it and a plan to it we haven't randomly come up with it although in all fairness I haven't actually broke down what we've done because uh, we broke it down with one of the students me, me, and, me and the student was having a, a conversation about it and when we actually broke it down we thought I ain't telling my wife we did that it just sounds ridiculous <laughs> what did you learn today we learned how to put on socks what did you do today yeah. we did Christmas cards what did you do today yeah, we made boxes jelly yeah, baby uh, jelly, we cut yeah. jelly babies enough yeah. they won't understand that they'll be no. going what what are you getting there what there's are you doing there's purpose behind there's that, purpose yeah. behind it and though it's, yeah. it's that practical to some extent because I know not all of it's you know, you're not, you know, on a level, practical having fun mm-hmm. while you're learning it. And it's giving you something to remember, like, mm-hmm. like, the, you know, you know, making stuff, you know, if you, you it's all, more you, engage it and then you kind of plan. And what then you remember yeah. it and then you'll mm-hmm. learn. And so we pride ourselves on the, in the programme of being very practical and where possible getting you to do something which involves it in that real life learning, even if you're not out there in practice. So, the putting on the socks thing will probably, you know, get a bit on your nerves by the end of the term. But believe me, it'll sink it in stay, yeah. those processes that you need to, the things Much you need to know. Well. Yeah, it's, it's, everybody's different learners, like and aesthetic, yes. visual, audio, you know, there's loads of different styles, and yeah. it might hone into some, but like one person's set of scores as opposed to listening to lectures might yeah. hone into another person's yes. set of skills so mm. it needs it to be differentiated up. doesn't it, it up, yeah. the, the thing about the 
learning the socks thing, mm-hmm. it, it, it fitted in with yesterday's lecture about how memory is stored. Yes. And so it's like very yeah. repetitive, so it is sinking in because it's it? repetitive. But once you've got it with the socks, you'll understand it with everything else. So, so the, the object isn't the socks. That's no. the one that's teaching us to remember the process, yes. but we can apply it to other processes as well. And that's where well. your transferable skills yeah. come in. Because yeah. we only have so much time to teach you. Mm. It's, it's time limited. There's only so much we can focus on. So we need to choose things that will, like you say, learn that, that skill base, that, you know, how, let you have that experience, let you have those memories, have that repetition. But the idea is then your application is so much wider because you've learnt what you need to do and you can apply it to anything and everything. So, yeah, you, they're transferable skills you can take to anything. Mm. But we, we yeah, we, we just do it around We've socks. Got, you've got a good <laughs> template to go off as yes, well. Yeah. You, you know, you'll have a... You've worked through it and you've got yes. a full document and then you can, like you say, yeah. transfer all those transferable skills and apply it to different Because yeah. activity activities. analysis is a, is, is a core skill that... Yes, you need at this point, you need a lot of structure, you need that template. When you eventually finish and get out in practice, it will be an automatic thing for you. Yeah. But now, as new, you're not expected to know it all as soon as you walk through the door. So, it, yes, it's that structure and that, as I say, that, and it is repetition. You will do similar things every single week on different topics, but it's going in. Mm. Yeah. Yes, and that's, and that's one the thing, like, that's the purpose. A lot of people think, and we say to each other, like, are you sure this is going in, or we're not quite, you know, sure about that, but it is actually evident through, you know all of our conversations and what we speak about it is going in because we've got so much to say about it I've got uh, something just it's an idea I don't know if you want to try and do it have you guys still got your sheets from the workshop today the, uh, don't start getting yeah. no, 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 no. I don't <laughs> no, no. Yeah, because I've got mine, oh. and, and I wanted to just you go through it together because I heard what you was talking. You was giving us advice on how to uh, how to kind of like word things. Is it something that you're comfortable in doing, that, Angela? Maybe hear our responses, just to give us feedback, not to tell us. Uh, I'll, 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 we'll see. I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing, so I'm going to be very careful. Oh, no one's going to do that. We don't either. No, we don't want to say the wrong thing. Look, just to, while we get prepared, Angela, I've got a couple of songs for you, darling. Oh, God. Now, the first one, if I, if I give you the name of it, can you introduce it and why you picked it for today's uh, show? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like this song. It, does it matter if it's a long explanation? No, <laughs> not at all. It's one no. it's longer than the other one. No, no, not at all. Whatever you want to share with us or whatever you don't want to share with us, it's either way it works. Uh, right, the first track that I've got lined up for you to play is Shine by Take That. Yes, so I am not on any level, and apologies to those people that are Take That fans, I am not a Take That fan, and it's not my actual era of music. Those of you that know me well know I'm an 80s girl. However, um, I, when I was pregnant with my son, which was 15 years ago, the song massively resonated with me in terms of the lyrics so that's it's it's definitely not the band it's it's if you listen to it and listen what the message is um it's that don't be so hard on yourself type aspect i was entering a new transition in my life and i had no idea what motherhood was going to be like what that role was going to be like and i did some coaching with an ot and Mm. um, a lady that was doing offering some coaching sessions and one of the things we talked about was values and lots of things anyway and we i was talking to her one day about this particular song because 
I was apprehensive of that new role because I've said to you guys before, um, or said to you, Alex, on the, on, the, on, on this show, is that yeah. I have this issue of oh, I like to get things right. I don't like this aspect of it. So I was trying to prepare myself for it. And just as I say, as a song, it it just has a, to me has a really nice message. So that's. It, it resonates with well, me from a the time. Well, it's a positive message yeah, because really when you've re- re- sent me my email, I, I looked at the lyrics and I was like, yes, they are very... To me, that's why. Yeah. It's not It's not the band. It's it's the actual... It is, and I don't always listen to the real lyrics of a song. For me, it's a real good message to hear. The, yeah. Yeah. So is this song 15 years old then? Is that what you're saying? Well, it was... I don't know whether it was. it came out then... But it was something I listened to yeah. when my son... And he's, well, he's, he'll be 16 this year. Well, no, what I was trying to say by that is that... It, that's what's so good about music. It, like, it can be timeless. Yeah, so it, I don't know it, when it I, came I didn't out. even realise it was... I remember listening to it, but it just, you know, yeah. goes over your head. So mm-hmm. thank you for the introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're going to give it a go now. I'm going to try and put it on. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Recall Therapy Hour. Where all the nerds come out to play. <laughs> you, you're such a big star to me. You're everything I wanna be. But just look in a hole. And I want you to get out. I don't know what there is to see. But I know it's time for you to leave. We're all just pushing along. Trying to figure it out, 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 out. Your anticipation pulls you down. When you can have it all, you can have it all. It's not good for your health I know that you can change So clear your head and come round You only have to open your eyes You might just get a big surprise And it may feel good And you might want to smile, smile, smile Oh, don't you let your demons pull you down
Right, so we're back now. Uh, did you even get a chance to listen to your song? No! <laughs> <laughs> No, we've not seen Angela for so long. I can't uh, stop I know. I miss. I do. Know. If the cohorts, if any of the cohorts are listening, which I'm sure they are, I do really miss you all. I do honestly. Well, I'm sure that it's it's I don't safe know. for me to say we all miss you. Know. We all miss you. <laughs> but it's okay not to. I, no, no, I really no, no, do no, honestly no, no. miss. I, I miss your energy. We do, Angela. Oh, we do. Yeah, loads, loads. <laughs> oh. Anyway. <laughs> jobs or practice experiences were in two very different areas so Go for it. um i did for a while specialize in neurology so brain injury um stroke mm-hmm. and uh you know multiple sclerosis mnd all that sort of you know and, and some very random conditions so i worked in a young disabled unit rehab unit um and i worked there for about two and a half years and was probably that real specialist hands-on I could see a patient for over a year and see from when they came in and they couldn't Mm. do anything to then walk out that door Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing an amazing multidisciplinary team amazing learning experience because it is a specialist area of practice you know I was doing what they call the motor relearning approach so it was very hands-on physically manipulating and moving patients and improving their skills I had a gentleman in particular I always talk to you when you get to the second year if I if I do talk about a neurodevelopmental approach where his one goal was he'd had a stroke he was about 50 he wanted to sit at the bar in the pub 
and drink a pint and nobody know that it, anything had ever happened to him. So at the end of all our therapy sessions, we used to go back, admittedly, pint of water and admittedly not a bar, but at the end of it, we went back to that occupation of being in the pub, having a drink with his mates. And that's what we went back to every day. And the day he left and did that, and that kind of thing stays with me forever. So I'd see people six months to a year. So that was real rehab, real get to know your patients. As I say, the team was amazing. The, the consultant came to my leaving do. That's how oh. fantastic it was. That doesn't wow. happen. It was just fab. So you, you got to go on a journey with them. It wasn't It was amazing. quick, yeah. fast you, pace, was it? No, you saw That's them fine. from the moment they came in right up to the day that they left. And you, you would be seeing them daily and it was intense, yeah. but it was amazing. And I, I very often talk about some of my patients that I had there, obviously anonymously, but to give examples of the sort of things you can achieve. On the flip side, the last job that I did before I came here was the complete opposite, which was accident and emergency. Mm. So I worked in A&E again for about two and a half years. Yeah. Um, and I could easily see a patient for no more than an hour. Most of the time, I was seeing them. Completely. And it was, it yeah. was completely the opposite. I mm. had to be so skilled, aware, so experienced that I could assess them in a ward environment, sometimes on a trolley in a corridor. I had to know exactly what I was looking for. I had to adapt how I worked. I had to be, you know, much more flexible. So I'd gone from a, not in, it wasn't one to the other, but I'd worked in some very structured, very planned, very rehabby type areas, and then I was thrown into absolute chaos, and mm. I loved it. <laughs> you didn't know what was coming through the door, you didn't know when your beep would go, bleep would go off and you'd be called to see somebody. I'd learned how to check x-rays for fractures. Wow. You know, and I, and, and I saw people where I was going, there's something else going on here, take them back to the medic. I was able, I, I learned how to, I don't know if I could still do it, I learned how to um, read an ECG, mm, like, wow. graph, because I needed to be able to, one, do my normal with the patient, but I had an awareness that this was fast-paced, things happen, people get missed, yeah. the accident, you know, right. things, things happen in A&E, it's fast, you know, you can miss things, and you have to be as alert as everybody else. So you're part of that safety net to pick up, and please don't rely on someone else to pick exactly. it up. Exactly. So What's that? We, we was doing that in the MOOC, isn't it? Isn't that kind of like interpersonal uh, working, team working? Uh, what's that word? You remember the MOOC? We were doing it. Interpersonal communication or interpersonal learning. And, and then, then the multi... Learning, multidisciplinary that, team. Was that part of that, well, do you think? We, we, whenever you work in a, in, in a department with other professionals, you have which term you use because and they have got interprofessional multidisciplinary whatever, you know you're always if you're working in some environment where you've got other professionals mm-hmm. you are working as a team yeah. um, this was just heightened by the fact that it was accident and emergency and sometimes it was all hands on deck because mm. there just is no there's just no rhyme or reason why some days were just you know, the, it was rammed. The corridors were, you know, full. Everyone was breaching. Everybody got four hours, and you know, and they were breach. I'd get bleeped and say, "This person's got ten minutes before they breach, and that you know, they you know they have to be discharged in ten minutes." I mean, obviously they weren't. But my my do- my job was to me um, to stop. 
people being admitted to hospital that didn't need a bed because the money that a bed costs if somebody had got a fractured wrist from a fall and we could get them home with the care package equipment I'd, I'd be getting a person and some equipment in the back of the car and I'd be taking a moment saying right let's see what you're doing and, and within like I say a couple of hours of their life they were discharged and they were fine you know we need to unpick Mrs Bloggs doesn't need to come in because nobody can feed a cat let's get it sorted and yeah. as, silly as that, that's as, as silly as it is people were being admitted for things that didn't they, they were being social admissions so at the time yeah. it was quite a big thing not to have a social admission not to have revolving doors where people were just being discharged and then coming back the next day because the problem wasn't solved so it was very front line and very much about to me looking after the patient but also having that I felt and then maybe I'll, it wasn't just you know, maybe it's just part of me. I felt I needed that extra eye to know mm-hmm. that all the eyes had been dotted and the T's mm-hmm. had been crossed. And I felt that was part of my team role was to, yeah. if I'd got the time to have a quick look at the X-ray, if I'd got the time to check something, then that was yeah. just as important. So we, so as a team, I had a physio, social worker, and there was myself and a TI, and we basically used to. Um, there was a, um, a nurse as well, um, and we were actually called the Discharge Team, which is not a good name, but anyway. <laughs> but uh, um, we used to work together, and, and obviously, you know, sometimes we could do it together, sometimes one of us, would be, but we used to work together to look at those particular patients mm. that we needed to. And we'd, you know, we'd, if we were over busy, we'd go around identifying our own patients. Just a different world mm. to, you know, Mrs. Bloggs, nice to see you again today. Let's go and do your, you yeah. know, hour of rehab. And then, and then you know, like, and then I'll just take you around to the physio. It was, a, it's just a different world to be setting, in that emergency department. In that setting, then, would, um, other professionals like being more present because it's so fast paced whereas in in other settings like they wouldn't be as present like not all there kind of thing because you, they're needed what are you, th- who are you thinking like like so social care you said and, and like physios and people like that like in some in certain settings they were present like they were there because they needed like straight away kind of thing to see what I mean it's more fast paced whereas you might not be working with them in person as such than there when you're working with somebody over a longer period of time. Yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean? Yeah, it, it depends I mean, where you are. Yeah, it? it depends on your depends on your where you're working. I mean, when, when I worked in rehab, um, it was literally. I mean, this was a small unit. It was really there was only like I don't know thirty beds, and it was really intense sort of therapy. Um, that's small, is it? I thought that was quite big. Thirty beds. That's for for a, for a rehab unit. Well, I mean. You know, for a caseload, there was three OTs and I had ten. Oh. Oh, I had yeah, yeah, ten yeah. people on my caseload yeah, yeah. at any one time. Um, the thing was that when they came for their therapy that day, as such, their rehab, um, they literally come to occupational therapy I'd work say for example this gentleman who wanted to drink his, his his beer in the pub I used to work on his upper limb ability and we used to spend you know a good hour in my rehab and then the physio Graham at the time bless him I remember Graham very well he used to come round and go oh is he ready and I'd say yeah okay and we used to, we both used to walk him round because obviously he needed to work on his you know walking functions at mm-hmm. so we'd walk him around to physio I'd leave him with Graham and then Graham hand over when he'd finished he'd walk him around to yeah. speech and language therapy and he'd do an hour with speech and language therapy but it, it was very it was very much you know that sort of thing whereas in A&E to me there was still as much connection because I'd be basically bleeped 
very often the same time as the physio would be bleached, we'd turn up on the Together, ward and go, yeah, right, 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 so yeah, so we'd, we'd be like, but again, depending on which area or what sector like you're working in yeah either with them physically I mean like in yeah. person they're there or together working as a team or you work as a team but you're not they're not present, present. Such and I think there. I've worked in so that's got experience having both isn't those it? two like, areas where you really are sometimes doubling up and working yeah. together but yeah and, and I've worked in other areas like you say where you just refer on to yes. them and you d- yeah yeah you don't necessarily see them so I suppose those two areas had massively good teamwork <coughs> in and that was so important yeah. so important you know when you was working with a chap that wanted to go to drink a beer yeah. with his mates and that how did you feel did you feel privileged that you was able to take part of that journey with him or was it just part of the job and you associated it like that if that makes sense um there's a, there's a part for me that, obviously, you train to be an occupational therapist, so, you know, it's, it, it's your job to, you know, you know do, do occupational therapy, to be focused on occupation, whatever mm-hmm. do. I suppose for me, I don't think it's a profession that doesn't hold some level of, of good feeling. Mm-hmm. I do go... I've always gone home and, and thought, you know what... I helped somebody today. It's mm-hmm. a good yeah. feeling. So yeah. I don't necessarily privilege, but I. I, <coughs> I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, I, but I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like you've it taken part of something right. in his life. Like, for instance, you remember that, but I'm sure he will remember, remember you well. being part yeah. of that, what happened in his life. And I know. Please don't sit. I know, I know education's different. You are not patients. These But I have the same feeling and the same drive I think it's usually about a person isn't it you know I mean I go home and I think if I have actually had a conversation with one of you and I feel like I've helped I go home and I'm buzzing because that's the whole point of it so for me having any part of somebody's life and making a difference to it Mm. whether they're ill or not ill yeah is the reason I go to work I think as an occupational therapist it's just part of you and your being and it's like in your bones it's integrated in you you're either that type and kind of person or you're not it's that kind of profession that you go into that's why everyone on this course has just been so lovely I could talk to anybody yeah and, and they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be doing this. Because yeah. like, that's and that's yeah. you know that that is yeah. You're here for yeah. those reasons. You want you want a job and you want the best that, for people. You know and, that, that, yeah. that does good. Yeah. And you you're here for the very right. So you're right as a cohort. Yeah, you should. You should yeah. be a lovely cohort. Should be the time really I, think, um, I don't know what I was expecting, but like it wasn't a shock, but it was sort of that. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. there's so many people that are so lovely, I can go yeah, to anybody. Yeah, yeah. And I've had that before, but this was like a whole new level. Like, there's, there's 70 people here, there's yes. so many lecturers, it's like yeah. just a, a safe space. So, yeah, it's really Because yeah, yeah. we've obviously got a lot of things in common, like similarities. Definitely, yeah, definitely. And, and what we place as the main thing is that in, in our hearts is what we're learning about, isn't it? So, spot on. Yeah. yeah. I remember, um, Alex, you said a while ago, I can't remember whose lecture it was, but you. Um, I think it was when they did um, on Zoom or Teams when we had three different people come from different communities, like online forums. Um, for the narratives. Oh, narratives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the three speakers. Yeah. yeah. I remember he made a comment and he said something like, um, forgive me for asking questions, but we're all sponges. And yeah. that's like stayed with me because we all just take in so much information and just mm-hmm. share it amongst each other and just... Yeah 
constantly do that all the time. I think you're probably having a little spin on it as well, yeah. and then it's listening to But you're always else. a sponge. Learning mm-hmm. is lifelong. Yeah. You're always, always a sponge. You never stop learning, isn't it? No. Yeah. Yeah. Just, say, yeah. I, yeah, I learn every day from things that you guys do just as much as you know it, to yeah. me that you never stop learning isn't it? Yeah. Mm. reciprocal <laughs> reciprocity I love reciprocity oh, when that first when that word came up in the first lecture I remember I was looking at it I was like that's not a word and then I said it out loud I was like oh I've just never seen it written like that and used in a sentence <laughs> <laughs> it's hard you know I've started noticing yeah. that I'm not very good with vocabulary and I've, I've made posters at home that just says words 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 glossary a catchy name yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I've got to write, I, I write down it in like pretty colours, I'm very organised, and then, and then, yeah, the definition. But a lot of things, I was like, oh, it just means, it oh, or, you yeah. know, if you derive yeah. the root word from it, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just, that is just a better way of saying it. I'm making it. those connections, yeah. Yeah, it's that two way, yeah, that for me is, is, is that whatever happens is a two way process. Yeah. Is that, yeah, if you give, you get back, and yeah, yeah it's, yeah. So I never, never go home without some level of, yeah, something. Even if it's tiny, there's always something. Well, thank you very much for sharing those. We'll, we'll come back to the next question after your next song, which is my well, favourite. Oh, oh, is this your favourite? Is this the long introduction? To the song that you were saying, this one's got one of the long and one of the short introductions. Well, I, don't know, I don't know actually, I think they're both, because you can't talk, they're both, <laughs> long, they're both have long introductions. Just this one, this one, this one sits a bit. This one sits a bit emotional, but not yeah. in a bad way. I'm quite happy to share it. Okay, yeah, right. So the song that uh, Angela has that? chosen, right. hopefully you've heard it, it's Transmission Bam, uh, Baby I Don't Care. Yeah. Is that right? Is that yeah, right? that is absolutely you, right. I recognise it. Do you know, do you know? I don't know names. Okay, right. This is proper. This is proper my no. era. <laughs> she says she'll listen to it, but we're talking. So, oh, so anybody? I always, I always worry about this because it's been on the radio and it being, and then it being captured forever. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> but hopefully. I can't, I can't ever tap into all of you. You'll know, you're never all, you know, everybody likes everybody. But hopefully those of you that know me well enough now, any of your listeners and you guys here now know that one of the things is I do care. I care, I say I get quite much, I do care massively. Mm-hmm. I care about, massively about a lot of things and probably over care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my daughter um, is 11. Um, and has um, PTSD and anxiety issues and lots of other problems. And I can see at 11, she already cares too much. So one, she's a product of me, mm-hmm. yeah. but she's also had experiences that that mean that she over already overthinks things, and she's 11. So I suppose the reason I love this song is because we play it it's our song mm-hmm. and when me and my daughter play it we literally because I cannot sing and neither can she we literally scream <laughs> baby I don't care at the top of our voices proper proper <laughs> and, I, and I do it because I want it's Aww. not because we don't care because we both care too much but yeah. it's that whole expression of you know just then I say in a way it's irony it, it's the opposite of what we are but actually it's a really great 
song to scream your heart out right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. so if that makes any sense to anybody that's why I love this song <laughs> that's why I love you Angela we'll be screaming along with you <laughs> take it from the top hand right. one two <laughs> oh. Let's Sorry. see if we can play it for you, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> we call Come up to Cad Road.
Philadelphia. intuition i just thought it just brings out your character and then when you were like yeah i love it i was like 
wow, I do know you then. I was just saying in the in break for those that obviously couldn't hear us at that point is that I did go and see Adamant with my sister a few years ago and he was absolutely ace. But we were just saying that he won't... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? He won't interact. He won't, he won't, he won't engage. engage with the interactions and do the whole um, hand movement, the performance, theatrical you know, performance. Yeah, yeah he won't do the performance that he used to do in the eighties or whatever when he was around, and he doesn't want to associate with it. But the rest of the audience did, including <laughs> <course>. myself. <laughs> Please respond. But it was Ace, yeah. Oh, it was Ace. I just got memories of that now. I did want to ask you something. Um, um, Has the... uh, This is really irrelevant, but it means... (laughs) To me, it means... (laughs) Has the the uniform for OTs changed over the years? So, oh, good question. Um, As such, not... So, my colleagues, if anybody hears this, might disagree with me. Not really. So, more there's more change now. So, um, it's always been that, as such, in you know, in more hospital settings or whatever, that it's white tunic, green stripe with green trousers, and obviously that's either a tunic or a t-shirty thing, depending on where you work. However, um, and green trousers. Yeah, green trousers. But the green trousers. But there is obviously a lot more movement these days to us being more sustainable and to not having, you know, I don't know, everybody in different uniforms and stuff. So there's a whole debate, isn't there, about whether we stay um, with our individual professional allied health professional uniforms or not, because you know, yeah, there's lots of reasons why, um, but. As far as I remember from my training and my practice and coming here, we've always had a very distinct green trousers, white tunic type. Mm. They're the ones that we've all I love the, the green. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing I wanted to ask, has teaching OT changed? Not teaching, because I want to see it from a student point of view. When you was a student, has the technique or has the development of the, the, the modules changed? Um, so talk about it two ways yeah go on content and delivery mm-hmm. so content there is some very core content which is ex- not exactly the same but is, is the same Prince. principles and topics that I learned when I was um, training in quite happy to say it 91 to 94 so you will have had your anatomy, your psychology, your sociology, you know, you would have had your biopsychosocial type aspect, you would have had your activity analysis, there's some real core competence, your communication skills, we had a communication module, there's some real core foundation stuff and framework that you have as such, you know, not not exactly the same because everything develops, but very similar to what I had um, years ago bought and, and and has always been there but what what changes and the reason revalidation is happening and it happens every five years I know we've got an extra year because of COVID but the reason that other content changes is for currency mm-hmm. so the course was originally um, obviously funded by the Strategic Health Authority it was very much focused from an NHS social care perspective you know, the the remit of where OT can work and what it can do has grown massively. And 
because it isn't dictated as to what that has to look like, we have developed that much wider. So we've always got standards. We've always got the HCPC and mm. the Royal College of OT have always got standards. They update those regularly, but we have to stay current. So as such, it's exactly the same in some ways, but then in other ways, for example, when I was training, we didn't talk about communities, we didn't talk about public health, we didn't talk about, you know, quite a few different things. Believe it or not, the occupation focus was a bit woolly, but that's because we'd lost our way. And those of you that have heard about the history of OT, we lost our way at a particular point. We were all about medicine and rehab, and, and we'd lost that actually what was our USP and what, you know, was unique about us. So for a period of time, there was a not so much of a focus on occupation and as occupational science has come and we've really come back to our roots and our values and and what it's all about we've brought that back round so for me it develops naturally with life, society, circumstances you know everything grows but I was still taught how you know what? What functions the arm? You know what? What movements happen at the shoulder? What movements happen at the wrist? <laughs> I was, I was still, yeah. I was still taught about types of motivation. I was still taught about yeah. types of memory. I was still, you know, and to some things were, you know, they've just naturally been those things that you need to know how mm. the brain works, how the body works, all that sort of thing. Things but develop things through have changed. Time, yeah. 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 yeah, so there is well, some more research. And yeah, you go off that. Don't Delivery you? is the difference. I was taught somebody stood at the front of the class and basically spoke to you. And if you didn't write fast enough, that yeah. was just, that, so so well, years ago. Well, about being so, now, isn't it? So there was a mixture. Yeah, so overhead projectors. Oh yeah, I'm so Joan and myself. Yeah, Joan, Joan was here now. I should be laughing because Joan and myself <laughs> um, did a lecture once where we had two overhead projectors and we basically did a joint lecture where we were changing the overheads and we were working. So basically, uh-huh. you had an over, generally had an overhead projector for teaching when I started teaching. Yeah. Uh, to actually have a computer and actually have a you know a, a screen and actually have some it was was a bit out there mm. um, at the time. Um, but as that came in, obviously the overhead projectors went, and much more about the powerpoints and, and actually having lectures. But when I trained, there was a gentleman who um, basically never had any kind of resources other than himself, mm. and he stood there and talked. And if mm. you'd been out that night and you weren't particularly with it and yeah. you were lying on the chairs at the back of the room, you would never remember a single word he said. Yeah. Everybody thought he meant if he'd been out. No, I've been out. Because it was like, I've told you before, I've told you before. Pink Coconut was Thursday night, Ritzy was Monday night. Anyway, but I had a good time as a student, I did. And yeah. at times, I wasn't really focused. If, if you weren't focused in his lecture, you caught nothing. Yeah, because we're, you were we're literally quite scribbling. All the resources, no, I meant yeah. as the lecturer. Mm. If it's not got anything to go off, I thought you meant if he went out no, the night before, then no. how's he going to stand there? And no, we know how for anyone. It was extremely knowledgeable in his subjects. Yeah, and that's the thing. Really Most of us use some some resource to you know, but what you guys didn't have was anything to take away other yeah. than scribbled mm. notes. You never well, had notes that print off that kind of thing. It just wasn't there. So well, the delivery changed. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't study then because Me I would too. be terrible yeah. here. I, I'm a visual learner as well as listening. I have to see diagrams and. I have to see it up there so while the person's talking, yeah. I can read it as well and take it's it in. That, I wouldn't be able to yeah. like, dictate it, like it. dictations that, or whatever it's called. But that's part of the bit that now we understand so much more, don't we, about how, how people learn. Yeah. And actually, different styles of learning. To, we, you know, we have an obligation mm-hmm. to enable every learner to have yeah. the same opportunity. Mm. So, 
don't get me wrong, there are, you know, there are the realities of practice when you're out there on placement, somebody says something to you, you can't record that. You know what I mean? So the reality... But Again, it's more but, research, yeah. isn't it, to meet individual needs? But in, but in, yeah, while we're teaching you, there is obviously a lot more resources for you guys yeah. to, to tap into than yeah. there was. It's interesting seeing how, like, just looking around the room, seeing how everyone takes their notes, like some people have iPads, some yes. people have writing. Everybody's I just have out. a mixture. Like, on the day, I'm like... Got one folder. I don't know why, but I handwrite all the communication stuff. Yeah. I think it's because we've been given those sheets. So I'm like, I'm just gonna handwrite it. But well, then it other things, you, I'm like, it? I'll type it. And yeah. I don't know. It's it's good. We've got all these different types of ways it's to learn. It's good to have the options, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and that that is important that we acknowledge that because you're not all the same. You don't all learn the same. And you've got yeah. to have all the same opportunity. It's unfair to disadvantage any of you. So yeah. things are very different in terms of delivery. Um, We're a lot luckier now. Mm. You know, uh, you know, it was a different, but that's but that's mm. like every, the whole world's developing, isn't it? It's moving yeah. on. Yeah. Don't get me on the technology yeah. conversation. Well, good and bad. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, it's that time again. Can you believe it? It's oh, gone really quick, Oh, my God. And I have to be a little bit more punctual because there's the Eslet show, which starts at four. And he overran, didn't you, Alice? Eight? You overran. I overran last time, and I was a little bit embarrassed because he had guests on and everything. I didn't realise. But anyway, I don't want to make the same mistake today. And there's a couple of tracks that I wanted to play us out on, I mean, uh, while we get everything ready for the um, next uh, people that are coming in. Um, right, I was going to play Snow Patrol Run. Any other views on that one? Yeah. Do you, does anyone know the story behind that song? No, I don't. Right, I'm, no. I don't know the story either. I've heard oh. three different <laughs> stories. No, three? That's the reason, yeah, that's why I wanted to ask because I've heard three different stories. It's, it's something new that I want to try on the show. I want to because Run is the original, yeah. But then Leona Lewis did Run as a yeah. cover version, and I love both of them. And you know, some people are like, "No, the original's the best." Well, no. Give you know yeah, other, give credit. other yeah. credit where credit's due. But the thing that I like about Run is that uh, when I first heard it, I thought it was a love story. You know, it, it can play out as a love story when you hear it. You know, how you're going to cope without someone. Mm-hmm. It, that makes sense. But then when I heard one of the stories I heard was that it was it wasn't a love story. It's about uh, battling heroin addiction mm-hmm. and how to walk away from that that calling. Hello. You know. Yeah. Uh, the calling and he's, he's running away from it and at the beginning it says light up light up and it's like you know lighting oh. up the smack yeah or there's quite a few songs like that isn't there yeah but then <laughs> when, he, when he was yeah. interviewed he gave two different versions he didn't disregard that one but he said actually it's when I went out uh, I, I, you know I was out when he was 18 he fell down the stairs and he, he cracked his head open and he had to go and see his mum and explain what had happened and it was like um the song was based around that, running away from who he was and whatnot. And then another version that he said was when he broke his guitar, his favourite guitar, that it, he wrote a song about the, the love that he had for the guitar. And I thought, <laughs> I don't know which one is true then. That's why I said that. Yeah. So there's three different versions, but regardless which one it is, it is a really nice song. It's the, yeah. the, the way it's composed. The lyrics, again, are, are very... Um, you can be, interpret it anyway, so it can be overcoming heroin, it can be a love story, or it can be not believing who you are, like or struggling with who you are. So they're those two. Obviously, I want to play um, uh, Heroes by uh, David Bowie as the end song. And without further ado, I want to say thank you to all the listeners. Uh, Annie, thank you for joining us again. Thank you for having me. Jodie, as always, as my co-host, Thanks, thank my you darling. for being so supportive. <laughs> and Angela... 
The door is always open for you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and, and that is genuine. That's that is genuine. And you did the, say it went quick today. Yes, it has gone quick. It's been very quick. I wrote questions that I wanted to ask you, but I was so intrigued and listening and learning. Those questions would have to be part three. And that's, oh, it that's goes nowhere. Everybody that knows me knows I can't answer a question quickly. <laughs> I have no, to give you all this backstory yeah. and explain something in five different ways. We need to know the ass is the parts, the arts, the encores. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> we need it all. I think that's where we're similar, uh, Angela, because we just chat phrases. Just chat. Don't we? Can, I, can I just say one thing? Oh, apologies. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say we, we've not bought anything in from this week, and I was just thinking then about Angela's uh, using that example for Angela yeah. and about the visual something oh, yeah. on the sketch pad and the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. phonological loop. loop. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, if, that's if for we you, <laughs> And Angela to join us again and be part of the crew. That's nice. <laughs> okay. Just a shout out for Joan. Phantom Media. But was it a shout that out? That was a shout out for Joan. All oh, right, okay. For shout the, out for all the listeners as for well. The, Thank uh, you. And, uh, yesterday. Yes, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, be here again same time next week. No, it's going to be an earlier show next week. Because, because I've got an interview, oh. so it's going to be a bit. Uh, so just, yeah, I'll keep you posted, okay? <laughs> just leave a teaser in there.
A show full of meaningless nonsense. You're listening to Phantom Radio. Live Live from Caddleston Road.
Recalls Therapy Hour, where all the nerds come out to play. You're listening to Phantom Radio. Live, Live from Kettleston Road. Coming up on Phantom Radio, join Alex for Recalls Therapy Hour. Live from 2.30 till 3.30, every Tuesday afternoon, here on Phantom Radio. Phantom Radio. 